What's up, everybody? This is David with Metro Jiu-Jitsu. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. Just a few things before we get started. If you're watching this on YouTube, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel. You'll get notified of our latest updates and content. If you have anything that you want to hear on our podcast, go ahead and shoot us an email, metrobjj at gmail.com. Enjoy. All right, this is Coach David from Metro Jiu-Jitsu here with another podcast and here with Coach Mo. How are you today, Coach? Fantastic. Thanks again for having us. Of course, of course. So, uh, all right, so let's get right into it. What questions you got for me? Uh, let's see. One of the ones that came in was uh, what specific examples of uh, uh, martial arts slash uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can you give that's helped you off of the mat? Um, oh, so how has, how has jujitsu helped me off the mat or like specifically, like how has training jujitsu helped me off the mat? Yeah. They want to know, like, um, do you have a couple examples that, uh, how, I don't think it's related to fighting, but yeah. like how it's helped you, how your, your 10 or 12 year journey of yeah. martial arts has helped you like that people might say, really? Uh, like, like, you know, how? Uh, how would how is that related to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or your training? Um, all right. Well, the, the first would be uh, confidence for sure, um, and uh, and what I mean by that is the you know you've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. The most difficult thing I'll like I've ever experienced in my life is is tournaments. Any tournament, I don't care if it's small, I don't care if it's large. I, my nerves are crazy. Like it just and and you have to control. You have to you have to control that, and so tra translating that into you know the nerves and working through those nerves leading up to a tournament during a tournament, and uh, and translate that to like a business meeting or an inner job interview. Boy, you want to talk about a cakewalk, or you want to talk about uh, you know how how much easier those meetings are. Like some of the most difficult meetings, they're like, aren't you nervous about like what if they do that? I was, I was like, unless they're trying to choke me, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be just fine. So, um, controlling your nerves and, and emotions to deal with things rationally has been been huge. And the kind of so, what, like, what that. specific example have you been? Uh, I know you help run a, uh, a pretty big company. You be, you play a big piece in uh, uh, a local company around here. Has it helped you at all, either with your employers or with you know other of the? I think you guys deal with some multi-million dollar companies that you do work for. Yes. Like, has, it, has it ever came into play where those you needed those nerves to like be cool and? Well, that 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 was I was going to follow up with the next thing was would be the uh, I guess it's still the um, you, you know we deal with I, I'm calling it confidence maybe it's not right, not the right word but yeah we do deal with a lot of corporations and a lot of. Uh, of suits, you know, things like that. And, yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm directly customer relations. In fact, they, they, they forward, you know, they, they, that's kind of my, my gig is they, uh, when they need someone to, to handle, <laughs> handle an irate customer yeah. or a difficult guy or some, or a, a, a hustler, they let me talk to them because, uh, cause they know that I'm not going to get riled up and I'm going to, uh, um, you know, I'm gonna handle it well. So, right. so they they send you the uh, the pit bulls or the barter. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they say, you know what? I'm gonna have my my sales staff give you or my customer. You know, they they save those for me. So, um, and then I talk with them, and it's you know, it's uh, it's always just you know, 
confidence in that situation, respect again, and uh, and I would say that respect, uh, dealing with them with respect because you're always you know whether they're the CEO of that company mm-hmm. or they're just the maintenance manager, I deal with them all the same. You know, I was uh, I was talking to one of uh, the staff members at my company outside of Metro Jiu Jitsu, and I was actually talking to him about respect, and um, I think. I think uh, today some people confuse the word respect with being nice. So there's a difference. Yeah. Being respectful and being nice. You can't be nice in a corporate world. Uh, How do you, like, can you elaborate a little bit more on that respect? Because if if you confuse respect for being nice, then... You know, you've heard the saying, nice guys finish last, yeah. which I don't, I don't really believe that, but yeah. nice guys have a tendency to be to be walked on. So what's the difference? Well, um, Confidence, respect, being nice, what's the difference in your eyes? The, uh, uh, the respect, I think, comes from putting yourself in that person's position and letting them know that. So, for, so what I mean is, uh, you know, you give me an irate customer. Uh, hey, you, you, whatever. I don't know. You, 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 they're upset about something. You guys yeah, blew up the yeah, freaking yeah, 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 job. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> your company did A, B, and C, and this is freaking bullshit. And it's you know, yeah. someone pointing their finger in your face. I, 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 yeah, yeah, oh I yeah. Right. C- 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 come on up here, then. You know where to find. No, that's not how you handle it. You know, I, hey, look, I, I get it. You know, you're, you know, you paid for this service, and you know, this is what happened. And if I was in your position, all, all of that, letting them know you that you see where they're coming from. Uh, and but even all the way down to uh, because and all the way down to like the the maintenance crews. I have guys that like look they're breathing down my neck, and I said, look, I, I can tell they're breathing down your neck. I don't want you getting chewed out. I'm gonna do my best to help you. After you've communicated to somebody yeah. that you you're uh, it's an old sale. Well, I sold to me. It's an old uh, it's an old. Uh, communication sale. It's not a sales tactic, but you just repeat back to them. Say, repeat back to them. Make sure that they know you're listening. Make sure that they know uh, you're listening to them. You know where they're coming from, and you, you're expressing their needs. They're going to be a lot more inclined to be like, "I get that." However, I'm short-staffed and I have no one on the road today. I can't help you. You know, like I, you, if uh, if that's your answer right off the bat, they think you're not listening. So that respect goes back to um, to that. You know, empathizing with their situation, and uh, and it makes it easier because I've rolled with CEOs, I've rolled with maintenance crew guys, I've rolled and 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 when they're wearing a gi, I don't care what color their suit is at work, I don't care what color their overalls are at work, they all choke the same, and they're all gonna you know it's it's very simpler, everything it's it's simple, <clears throat> boils it down. So so let's say that verbal judo is not enough and then uh let's say let's say that verbal judo is not enough what do you uh and it gets physical have you ever had to use your physical uh brazilian Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills to actually defend yourself or to go to a uh has it ever had to escalate have you ever had to use it before um the short short answer is no. I mean, there's been some really really close calls, um, not as a result of customer relations, though. You know, typically, I mean, my rule of thumb is, uh, I mean, I kind of treat it like uh, 
almost like the rules of a CPL. You know, if someone's life is in danger, if I see a guy beating on a woman, if I see, honestly, I've two guy, two guys or whatever, um, you know, getting in a fight, I'm gonna try to break it up. I, I'm gonna try to keep the peace. It's always to defend someone else or protect someone else. Um, so that's where that's my goals with those. You know, it's never as it's never never gotten physical as a result of a business thing. Um, you know, I've always I've had the closest that ever came was was like I said, someone uh, a guy was uh, beating on his woman. And I had to run across the street, and then uh, you know nothing happened. You know, he didn't. Uh, you know, the authorities arrived almost immediately. But uh, but that's it. I, I you know what we teach is the same thing I practice. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not looking for a fight, and we teach that the fight's the last thing you want. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, for for anybody who's really uh, who's done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for many many years, they uh, they have this certain type of bond with people, and. You know, it's uh, it's hard to break, and it's, it's a really, really deep bond. Um, I've 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 connected with some people who played uh, professional football, professional sports, and uh, football is a good example because they talk about this brotherhood and this bond. Uh, what what is it about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that rivals that? And you know, I believe is. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean the same, if not more, of a bond that's created. What is it about you feel about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that does the same? You know, you know, I think it's uh, that's a great question. I don't know that I have the best answer for it. Okay. Um, but there is there is something. It it goes back. I I I, I don't know if I have the best answer for it. Well, I mean, it's so it's it happens so quickly. Yeah. And I mean, even just looking at, you know, we've been open a couple months and we've got these people like, they're like, I hear them talking about it. Like, man, you're my brother, you're my family. After months, yeah. like you work, people work with people for five, 10 years and like, you know, they, they don't, they don't even know they're married or have kids or something. So, so what is it that it happens so quickly? I mean, it kind of, it's got to go back to that brother in arms mentality, that sister in arms camaraderie. There's something that it, that it feeds at a really primitive it meets a really primitive fundamental need and that's about as as i can't i can't put a finger on it or a pulse on it you know i know you were with one uh one school for most of your career yeah yeah and uh you're not there anymore yeah okay so but you know when you see some of the people that you're not there with anymore mm-hmm. you just it's good to see them you know, yeah. I mean, we, we both came from a school that uh, that we were with for 10 years of our life. Sure. Me, 12 years, really. Yeah. Um, and when you see people, uh, it, you know, it's uh, you do have that connection. Why is that? Like that? That's what people want to know. Why? Like, like, what is that connection? Why do you have it? And why is it? Why is it there? I, like, where does it come from? I, you know, I uh, now yeah. we're, we're talking to the people who don't. Uh, th- these questions are from people who have not done, does, do not have any experience yeah. with the jiu-jitsu. Like, you know, they want they want to understand why or how they can, can they can probably get it with other sports, but why Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Yeah, like what? 
Um, you know, the best thing I can have, you know, with us, all of my, all of my, my teammates, when I see them, it's literally like, uh, it's a, that's, I, I can feel it's like coming home and, or you see like just a long family member you haven't seen in a long time. You know, it's, it's that same brotherhood. I don't know if it's the, that everyone's trying to help each other learn. Yeah. I don't know if it's that like what more beef, you know, like you just struggled and tried to try to choke each other, you know, what more beef could there possibly be? Like that's, that's ever, you know, I, I, I can't put a pulse on it. I, I don't know if it's the, maybe you could, I don't know. I, I don't have a, I don't have a good answer. I can tell you it's there. I can yeah. tell you it's not, uh, it's definitely not met anywhere in other team sports, at least nearly to the same degree. Yeah. I can tell you, um, trying to think of, uh, you know, you, you know, I, when, I when, yeah, when I, when I, uh, I like, there's many of my old team members that I see that I really, uh, it's, it's really good to see. And there's some team members that I saw that I see that are not, uh, that I wasn't really too close with, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we just, uh, we just had different sets of interest or whatever. But when you see them, you know, uh, it's really, for me anyway, it's really hard to hate anybody on uh, like old training partners or team members because the uh, what we do is like climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's such a few amount of people that do what we are doing that, um, that the ones who do it and you look side by side them, this isn't climbing Mount Everest. It's not a point. You can literally fit hundreds and hundreds of people at the top of Mount Everest. So there's room for many of us. Mm-hmm. So if one gets there, maybe he got into the top of Mount Everest before me. But if he did, he's looking down and, uh, yeah, he got there before. But they want to see other people make it, yeah. you know. And I think that type of uh, a physical and emotional uh, a journey is so um, – it's so life changing that, uh, and so memorable that, you know, you can appreciate what other people are going through. You know what? Now I'm do- I'm dwelling on it a little bit. I think there's, you know, part of it is, um, everything, everyone, there are no exceptions, you know, uh, you know, a, gra- a son of a Gracie is not given a black belt just cause he's a Gracie. He has to earn yeah. that black belt. Right. Um, everyone has to go through that. There, there are zero exceptions. And so you all struggle the same. You're all gonna, you know, the, you know, the, the crumbling feeling of a defeat of a yeah. loss, you know, you know that. And so, um, I'm sure that plays a part in it. And yeah. I, and I, another part of it is, uh, I, I'm remembering this now. I j- literally, this, this just came back into my head back in high school. Uh, I got, I, you know, I got, uh, my principal, it was a disciplinary meeting. She was talking to me and she's like, yeah, with girls, girl fights are really like, like when girls have issues, it's really ugly. Like it's, it's really ugly. Guys typically just throw one another into a locker and then they're hanging out the night, you know, five minutes later. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's part of it. I mean, because, because like how guys, like if you take a guy's frustration to its ultimate level, they get in a fight. Yeah. If you're fighting, rolling with these people every night, what beef could there possibly be between you? You know, like that's like the that is you know. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I that's. I mean, that's a good way to look at it because if you do have beef, you get to like <laughs> you get to air it out every single day. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. So it's a, that's a good question. That's that's probably the the toughest question I've had um, yet. 
So is there anything else you'd like to uh, share or communicate to the uh, listeners out there before we uh, wrap up? No, that's uh, maybe I'll have to follow up on the next episode. Hopefully I have a clear – if anyone's got a clear answer, I'd like to have one. You know, Maybe uh, maybe we'll ask you next time. I felt like uh, – like a botch that one a little bit. I just don't have a clear answer. I know it's there, and that's the thing. It's yeah. like like this magic in the room. You know, it's like I and I can't quite uh, can't quite put a thumb on it, but but it's real. Yeah. Well, you know what? You uh, it's kind of like having to see it to understand it. Yeah. You have to feel it. Like climbing that mountain, yeah. you could see it in pictures. You can even see it on video, but until you put your feet on that mountain, you you just don't understand what another person is going through. So. Uh, uh, and when you do, then you're like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like tasting that uh, that double shot of espresso, <laughs> extra caramel, caramel <laughs> marvel from Big B's. You gotta taste it to understand it. Yeah, yeah. But, well, that, that's uh, that's it, Coach. I, you know, I do appreciate it. And until um, next time, we'll see you guys later. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you have any questions or anything you want to hear on our podcast, you can send those to metrobjj at gmail.com. Or perhaps you want to start your jiu-jitsu journey today and come check out our gym. We're located at 13555 Eureka Road, Southgate, Michigan. And we're right next to Planet Fitness. Come on in. Our friendly staff will be happy to answer any of your questions and meet your goals. Talk to you soon.